0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And I thought today we might take another stop into the wonderful world of GameStop hedge funds, day trading, and more. If you haven't been following this story since we last talked about it, well, it's about time for the government and regulators to step in. A few days ago, in this tweet, Chairman Representative Maxine Waters announced that Robinhood, Citadel, Melvin Capital, Reddit, and Keith Gill, who we'll talk about in just a second, are to testify at a committee hearing of the U.S. House Committee on Financial Services. As we talked about with respect to the GameStop stock, a lot of people are very much interested in an investigation into what happened, especially with respect to Robinhood terminating stock purchases for a period of time and the ownership relationship that it has with Citadel and Melvin Capital and others that might've had a short position in the GameStop stock. Now, this actual committee that's been called to meet, I believe in three days or so, has also called the CEO of Reddit and a person by the name of Keith Gill. The quotes given in respect of this conference are as follows. Hedge funds have a long history of predatory conduct And that conduct is entirely indefensible. Private funds preying on the pension funds of hardworking Americans must be stopped. Private funds engaging in predatory short-selling to the detriment of other investors must be stopped. Private funds engaging in vulture strategies that hurt workers must be stopped. Addressing that predatory and manipulative conduct is the responsibility of lawmakers and securities regulators who are charged with protecting investors and ensuring that our capital markets are fair, orderly, and efficient. As a first step in reining in these abusive practices, I will convene a hearing to examine the recent activity around GameStop stock and other impacted stocks with a focus on short selling, online trading platforms, gamification, and their systemic impact on our capital markets, and retail investors. We must deal with the hedge funds whose unethical conduct directly led to the recent market volatility, and we must examine the market in general and how it has been manipulated by hedge funds and their financial partners to benefit themselves while others pay the price. Now, I know from a number of commenters to my videos on this topic that that probably sounds pretty good you want to have these hedge funds brought before the court in this case the committee and really have to explain their practices potentially uh get more than just a wrist slap and this seems like a pretty good way to start doing it and that might well be one of the outcomes of this kind of thing but a couple of things that i wanted to point out first of all as we've talked about elsewhere in this series It's a little odd to kind of say hedge funds and pension funds and institutional investors for the working class are entirely separated, right? Pension funds are one of the biggest investors in hedge funds. In fact, this is a MarketWatch article I brought up from the end of last year that's effectively an opinion piece saying, why are you investing in hedge funds? They're a terrible investment. In this particular case, it's about a lawsuit that the New York Metropolitan Transportation Authority brought against a hedge fund because it lost hundreds of millions of dollars. And this particular hedge fund was also participated in by places like Blue Cross Blue Shield National Retirement Trust, Lehigh University, the Arkansas Teacher of Retirement, and the Teamsters. They're not suing this hedge fund in the same way that we think about with respect to GameStop, that there's an A hedge fund that's a third party that's costing them money they're upset because they wanted to invest with this hedge fund they wanted to beat the market and they feel that the derivatives trading and all the complex stuff that this hedge fund was doing was not in its best interest so they're suing and this isn't an unusual story but it's worth noting just as a kind of exemplar that pension funds and institutional investors are really what make up the bulk of investment in hedge funds. So yes, if you think they need to be more regulated, that's all well and good. It's wrong, however, to suggest that they are entirely separate in their interests. Pension funds are investing in hedge funds because they want to beat the market, just like any other institutional investor or rich person is investing with those hedge funds. So yes, by all means, take a look at what hedge funds need to be regulated, what rules need to be employed against them but don't pretend that private equity and pension funds in general aren't also trying to make money through hedge funds and the like that's the second thing i wanted to bring up about this comment that is really what the topic of this video is about is this last reference right as a first step in reigning in these abusive practices i hate hedge funds hedge funds need to be stopped we're going to look at things like short selling sure online trading platforms uh uh-oh Gamification and their systemic impact on our capital markets. Hmm. All right. Now things are getting interesting. Who is that aimed at? Are you aiming the term online trading platforms and gamification at hedge funds now? Or are you aiming them at something else? Robinhood, of course, is one of the topics of conversation that we talk about as part of this particular set of events but it also is what retail investors have been using or other platforms like it in order to get their foot in the door and actually participate in these markets. One of the complaints people have about Robinhood shutting down is that it cut off a significant number of retail investors from competing with these hedge funds. And now when you hear phrases like this, trading platforms, gamification, and systemic impact on capital markets, it starts to sound like things are turning against Robinhood and the concept of these tech companies. And that's kind of a sound that winds up ringing true in a number of the things we see reported on this past week. I brought up an Engadget article entitled Robinhood and Reddit CEOs to testify at GameStop hearing, the one that we were just talking about. On February 18th, the House Financial Services Committee will hold a virtual hearing to look into how GameStop's shares shot up in value. What the heck happened? Including Redditor and YouTube streamer Keith Gill who's also known as Roaring Kitty. That Keith Gill name is one of the leaders at Wall Street Bets and one of the primary focal points that these investigations are focusing on. A New York Times report details how Gill played a central role in GameStop's sudden increase in market value. According to the report, he has been tweeting and making videos about the retailer throughout 2020 after making a $53,000 investment in the company. A number of Reddit traders who followed his videos and posts rallied behind him causing a stock market frenzy that led to huge losses for the hedge funds that bet against the retailer and expected its stock price to tumble. As a result, Gill's original investment now has a value of $48 million. Now, one of the things we pointed out in the very first video we did on the GameStop surge was how much this looked like market manipulation to the outside. That in general, the SEC and the securities laws of the United States have rules against fraud against what we call a pump and dump where you are essentially pumping up a stock price in order to sell it later on one of the things we also said in that video is that while this looks like that and we can expect it to be investigated like that and we'll see that it is it doesn't have the same kind of indicia of fraud that you would ordinarily see the pump and dump rules say don't lie about a stock don't lie about your position what you own in the stock just talk like a normal person and you'll be fine and in this case Reddit and Wall Street Bets and Roaring Kitty, Keith Gill, went out there and said, Hey, we've got a financial play to make here. They're overly shorted in this stock. Let's just hit them, and they're not going to be able to buy back enough of the stock in order to cover their short positions, a, a, a so called short squeeze. In this particular case, however, it was so effective that a lot of people are interested in looking at it, including, but not limited to, the Massachusetts regulators who have subpoenaed Roaring Kitty in order to testify in front of them. One of the things that happened here is that he lost his job. He said, hey, I didn't actually disclose that I was doing these things outside the business. His job said they didn't tell me that he was doing these kinds of things. The firm told regulators that he gave his notice on January 21st and his last day was January 28th. Maybe he doesn't need his job if his stock is still worth $48 million. But when you take a stock like that, you invest that money, you go and talk about it at length, there are going to be a lot of people interested, and it's not just the hedge funds, but the regulators that are going to look at this and say, hmm, is something hinky here? Is something wrong that we need to cover either now in a direct action against Roaring Kitty or with future regulation? This kind of story, Massachusetts securities regulators have issued a subpoena seeking the testimony of this particular YouTube streamer as part of a review of his registration as a registered broker is not going to be the end of any of this. So when we look at these kinds of stories, when we see, okay, the traders involved use the commission-free app Robinhood, but Robinhood was hit with a class action lawsuit accusing it of depriving its customers of the ability to use its service in an effort to manipulate the market for the benefit of people in financial intuitions, which was quoted exactly as we talked about it in our video on the lawsuit where we found it pretty significantly wanting, you are going to have these kinds of not necessarily terribly focused, well-directed actions against everybody involved. So when you come into my comments and say something needs to be done about the hedge funds, let's look at what this committee is doing against these hedge funds. And then you get these articles and references to things like gamification and online platforms. Follow the ball because the regulators are not going to be just focused on what you want them to be focused on. This article finishes by talking about the Senate Committee on Banking announcing that it will also have a hearing on the current state of the stock market after what happened. But perhaps more importantly, the feds are getting much more directly involved. This is an article from Wall Street Journal just a couple days ago. GameStop mania is focus of federal probes into possible manipulation. Sure, by the hedge funds, but not just them. Federal prosecutors are investigating whether market manipulation or other types of criminal misconduct fueled the rapid rise last month in prices of stocks such as GameStop Corp. The Justice Department's Fraud Section and the San Francisco U.S. Attorney's Office have sought information about the activity from brokers and social media companies that were hubs for the trading frenzy. Prosecutors have subpoenaed information from brokers such as Robinhood Markets, the popular online brokerage that many individual investors use to trade GameStop and other shares. In addition to the probe by the Justice Department, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission is examining similar trading. The CFTC has opened a preliminary investigation into whether misconduct occurred as traders including those coordinating on Reddit targeted silver futures in the largest exchange traded fund tied to silver, one of the people said. And the Wall Street Journal had already reported that the Securities and Exchange Commission is reviewing the trading frenzy as well. These are not just focused on hedge funds. They're not just focused on Robinhood. They're focused on Reddit. They're focused on Roaring Kitty. They're focused on Wall Street bets. And in the light of that kind of thing, one thing that you should do is look at the articles that are going to be coming out both now and in the future about what happened during this GameStop situation. You've got articles at Business Insider entitled... I was addicted to Robin Hood and Wall Street bets. I spiraled out of control, wiped out my $70,000 in savings and contemplated suicide. Here's my message to Robin Hood and new investors or here on CBS. Alex Kearns died thinking he owed hundreds of thousands for stock market losses on Robinhood. His parents have sued over his suicide. This is the direction that this is likely to go, an examination of whether or not retail investors need to be protected from themselves on apps like Robinhood. Sure, Robinhood itself and apps like it are in a significant amount of danger, but those of you that like to invest through those apps that think that retail trading is a good thing and a good check on the inconsistencies of things like hedge funds, as I do, should be following this story very closely because as we talked about, In an earlier video, which was also thumbnailed as GameStop, but this time with a question mark, we mentioned that the SEC views itself as a cop, views itself as needing to protect retail investors from themselves in certain key respects. This is a speech I brought up in that video, protecting the retail investor. At the Securities and Exchange Commission, we have a three-part mission to protect investors, to ensure fair and efficient markets, and to facilitate capital formation. How do they do this? One of the ways is they protect through education. Our policy divisions at the SEC work closely with OIEA to issue investor alerts and bulletins that provide educational tools to help investors understand risks associated with investing and avoid becoming victims of investment frauds and scams. One of the likely things that's going to happen in this particular respect is that the SEC is going to look at this and say there were a number of people that weren't properly educated. You've got the suicide stories. You've got the contemplating suicide stories. You've got the lawsuits. You've got certain... Facts that people will have lost money if they invested in GameStop when it was in that peak area for that entire week, and now it's fallen back to earth, which anybody could have predicted, but still folks are going to get burned. We also note that they say that they need to be that cop on the beat, investor protection through enforcement, in order for retail investors to feel comfortable participating in the markets. They need to know that there is a strong and focused cop on the beat. This is what the SEC views its role as. And how is one of the ways in which they protect retail investors? Well, through rulemaking. And we see here at the bottom that they continue to be concerned, and this is actually years ago now, seven years ago, I believe, with technology. We are, for example, closely focused on the dramatic changes in the equity markets in recent years and whether the high-speed technology-driven systems of today are serving retail investors well. This is just an example. This doesn't mean that the SEC is going to go in a particular direction on any of these questions. But if you think just because this speech was made in 2014 that these kinds of concepts aren't prevalent at the SEC, then you should check out What's happening right now? Here's an NPR article. Wall Street Insider turned tough market cop. Biden's pick to head SEC and is going through the confirmation process right now. And you can get a couple of quotes from him. One of the things that he says is that the worst financial crisis in 80 years, here talking about 2008's financial crisis, demands the most comprehensive regulatory reform in generations. This is a heavy handed regulator that wants to come in and do what? Well, those who know Gensler say he's not a crusader who hates financial firms. He just believes that they need up to date guardrails and rules and that those need to be enforced. As Gensler likes to say, markets work best when there's a cop on the beat. So pay attention to these stories. Pay attention to what comes out about Robin Hood addiction and these online platforms. Pay attention when Maxine Waters says, We're going to talk about online trading platforms, how they impact capital markets and formation, gamification, Which is one part of the robin hood story there are articles after articles and i just wanted to not talk about this for 35 minutes with you all that talk about well the robin hood app is using certain gamification concepts to keep people addicted much like the conversation about loot boxes and video games that's going to be a part of this discussion as well it's going to be a part of the discussion that there was a reddit user that maybe wasn't following his own regulations in the state of his origin, and maybe he's going to get in trouble, as you would expect when lots of people make lots of money, a lot of eyeballs focus on them. So you should focus as well. Pay attention to these stories, because if my experience means anything, it's that regulation is going to happen, some of which you are going to like, and a lot of which you are not. As Leonard French said on January 29th, talking about an article that was put out by the about the SEC regulating, SEC's reviewing the volatility amid GameStop frenzy vows to protect retail investors. And one of the things I said in response to that particular tweet is if my experience is anything to go by, retail investors may not like it when the SEC comes in to help. So follow these stories. GameStop is going to be a continuing story of interest in 2021. I'll definitely check in and see what they talk about. On the 18th, that may or may not be another video, but what's important to take away from this video is that the regulators are in fact coming as we knew they would, and they are unlikely to be as laser focused on whatever you might be interested in them focusing on and are much more likely to hit broad swaths of the market and potentially put Robinhood and retail investment apps in their entirety at risk. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoyed this video, we're talking about business and law of technology, video games, pop culture in general. At length, we've got a lot of ways to support the channel if you are interested in doing so. And if you just want to support it with just a thumb up and a subscription button, that's great as well. Just subscribe and tell your friends. Every little bit helps. If you saw this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality.